Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. This is uh, Kip Carriage with your daily VRA Investing System podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the market today. More importantly, at least from our point of view, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. And uh, kind of a crazy day today. We wound up on the, on the plus side as, uh, well, more U.S., China, Trump, trade war, which is, of course, never really been a trade war. Just a quick point that we, we make this point to our clients a lot. We have said this consistently, by the way, since this all started breaking out last year, last January, was that uh, this is not – doesn't mean it can't become a trade war, but this is not a trade war. Uh, total uh, tariffs impacted so far are in the $10 billion – Total amount received so far in tariffs is, is in the $10 billion ballpark. I think mean, that sounds like a lot of money. It's just not a lot of money, not on a $22 trillion economy and GDP that the U.S. has, uh, even from China's point of view. With the new tariffs enacted uh, by Trump uh, at 12.01 this morning, uh, we're looking at uh, uh, about $30 billion in tariffs that would be enacted. And uh, again, China's GDP is $13 trillion. So uh, it certainly caused some consternation. It's made a lot of people nervous in the stock market. We're just, we're just not one of them. Uh, we believe that uh, the underlying strength of the U.S. economy, certainly the underlying strength of the U.S. stock market, uh, is going to continue to propel our markets and our economy higher. And that's why we're broken records on this. You've got to keep buying the dips. In bull markets, major bull markets like this one that are headed a whole lot higher in our view, that's what a smart money investor must do. You only can buy cheap on, on dips. Otherwise, you're continuing to pay up uh, for, uh, for your favorite uh, sectors, your favorite holdings, investments, etc. Uh, today, big comeback today, a 450-point comeback in the Dow Jones uh, uh, when, again, the word kind of leaked that, hey, you know what, uh, this is just going to be a long-term deal. Uh, we're not going to shut the door. We're going to keep talking. And... Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. But it was always going to be that way. And if you've not read The Art of the Deal, let me just implore you over the weekend to pick up a copy and start reading this unbelievable book. And I, I, would, I, would, I would point you to Chapter 7, which I, I think is my favorite chapter in the book, when uh, Trump's writing about uh, the uh, 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 Trump Tower and, and, and the thousand or so things that had to go into over years making his dream project possible. It is just stunning as you read, you know, regardless of what you think about Trump and what maybe the, the, the propaganda networks have told you that you should think uh, about this man. When you read this chapter and you, and you see the steps that he has to go through, the backtrack he has, the, the various times he's got to backtrack because Point, uh, the first plan did not work, right? So he's got to start over. Uh, the number of people he's got to call just to reach one person. It's just the detail is, is, is pretty amazing uh, in the book. And uh, I, I, I'll, I'll challenge anyone that reads the book to come away with a different con a conclusion than what I'm about to tell you. This man is not only a genius when it comes to business. He's got amazing instincts, the best instincts that I've ever seen. And no one outworks him when he has a, a, a project or a goal in mind. He is relentless in making that happen. Uh, that's the Trump way. 
And uh, I believe we're seeing that here in the uh, with the China uh, trade talks as well. Uh, he's a gentleman in business. He understands that uh, you know closing the door uh, on something that you want to have happen is is not a way to make that happen. So always keep the door open, keep pushing forward, stay relentless. Ultimately, you achieve your objective. And he also, by the way, is a big big believer in win wins. He says the best deal is a deal that both sides could look at, look at and say, we won. And uh, ultimately, I believe that's what's going to happen here with China, which is why, again, we continue to be hyper-bullish on the stock market, not just U.S., but global as well. Uh, but again, we have been for a very long time. Um, so big, big recovery move higher today. Dow Jones closed up 114 points after being down well over 300 points, closing it to 25,942. Uh, that was up right at about a half a percent. Uh, S&P 500 up about the same, 10 points, closing at 2881, back up above that, uh, uh, that important 2800, excuse me, 2880 level. Now we want to get back over 2900, which I believe will happen on Monday, and we're back off to the races. Uh, all four indexes that we track here were higher. NASDAQ, NASDAQ was actually the loser on the day. It was still up uh, eight-tenths of one percent, uh, excuse me. Just uh, 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 not eight tenths of a percent. It was up just under one tenth of one percent, up six points at seven thousand nine hundred sixteen. And uh, Russell two thousand also positive, up two tenths of one percent at uh, fifteen seventy two. Uh, one of the things again, the VRE investing system is our guide here. Has been for thirty plus years. Uh, developed it on the really on the training that I received from my mentors, uh, Ted Parsons and Michael Metz. Rest in peace, gentlemen. Uh, you uh, you helped me in more ways than I could, could ever tell you and uh, really helped in my development of the VRE investing system. And one of the things that uh, we watch very closely here are the internals. It's the foundation, really, of, uh, of the stock market. And just not bad numbers today. Advanced decline was positive, 1.4 to 1. Up-down volume was actually even. Uh, but for this is the now back-to-back days that we've seen new 52-week highs to lows come in negative, uh, 210 to 261. No reason to really be concerned about that at this point. It's just an observation, something we track closely, because this particular internal uh, uh, new highs to lows had been positive for three and a half straight months without a single negative day. We've now had back-to-back negative days. Just something we're tracking here. We don't want to see that kind of pattern continue. Uh, because it would impact uh, our VRA rating, which now sits uh, still sits at 10 out of 12 screens being bullish. That, by the way, is unchanged from uh, late January. We've been 10 out of 12 screens bullish. And, and just to make this very clear, when when we're at 10 out of 12 screens bullish, there is only one thing that should happen, and that is you've got to buy. And, and again, buying dips is a smart money move. With the, the rating system we use at 10 out of 12 screens, you just have to keep buying, and again, we do love buying on dips. Also notice something interesting today. The trend or the short-term trading index, some people call it the arms index, closed today at 1.47. That is very elevated. Anything above one is elevated. And so, again, that's, we use that as a contrarian indicator, uh, frankly, and uh, we, that's actually a bullish sign. And I meant to pull up the put-call ratio. Let me take a quick look here and see where that closed today because yesterday – uh, the put-call ratio uh, for ETFs closed at uh, 2.11, and that's the highest reading 
uh, that that had had as more puts being bought than caused uh, for I believe since de- yeah it was December the twenty first uh, was the highest reading uh, we've had. Uh, uh, so th- again, that's a contrarian indicator. You got people getting overly bearish, and I just pulled up the uh, put call ratio for equities. And uh, it closed today at 1.22. was above one all day long. Again, anything above, I believe it's uh, about 0.8% is because uh, the market goes up on most days. Therefore, most people buy calls on most days. Uh, anything above 0.8% is considered bearish. Or excuse me, is considered overly bearish. Uh, and now when you see this, a 1.22 close today, then it tells you again that uh, uh, you got a lot more people buying puts and calls. Typically, that's a sign uh, uh, that we should be bullish. If you're a contrarian, as I am pretty much a lifelong contrarian, uh, that, that's how we look at things. Uh, sector analysis today. Uh, the 11 S&P 500 sectors, 10 closed higher, uh, led by utilities, of all things, uh, up 1.73%. Uh, still showing a little bit of a risk-off mode there. And uh, materials were uh, up 1.27%. The loser on the day, just slightly negative, down less than uh, less than one tenth of one percent, was healthcare. Uh, uh, as far as the commodities today, uh, gold closed uh, up a dollar ninety ounce at 12.87. Silver was unchanged at 14.78. Oil was down 12 cents a barrel at 61.58. We're very bullish on oil here. And uh, if you've been joining us, you know we've been talking about this all week. One of the reasons that we really weren't concerned, uh, uh, one of the many reasons that we really haven't been concerned about the market action this week on the trade or lack of the trade deal has been the fact that gold just never caught a bid. You've heard Tyler talk about it a couple times this week, me talk about it a couple times this week. This is the ultimate for us, fear gauge. You know, the VIX, of course, uh, is, is, is commonly used, but we like to look at gold because if gold had been catching a serious bid this week, in other words, well over $1,300 an ounce, you know, gaining $20, $30 an ounce a day, that would have been a, a signal to us of concern. It would, have, it would have impacted the VRA investing system, frankly. It's that big of a deal, uh, but it just never caught a bid, really telling us that serious investors globally just weren't worried about this becoming something that could, could, uh, you know, uh, could uh, continue to domino uh, out of control. So uh, the VIX index, speaking of, uh, actually uh, <laughs> just got destroyed today, which is what we've been expecting. Um, very upset at myself that I didn't take action on this, actually, both in our VRA portfolio and uh, with parabolic options, because that was, frankly, a layup uh, uh, looking to be acted on. And, and I, I'm just not a, uh, I'm not a VIX guy, really. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't have the day trading mindset. Uh, but it was it really was a, a, a layup waiting to be made uh, as high as it, it got on again on no real big concerns at all uh, as we saw it. But the VIX was down a big 16 percent today, uh, closing at 16 down uh, down over three dollars uh, on the VIX or three points on the VIX. Um, what else? Uh, again, 10 out of 12 screens are bullish. Uh, the I'll leave you with one thing. If you're looking for a sector, uh, but again, if you join us at VRAinsider.com, you'll get all of our buy recommendations, all of our special reports, uh, all of our daily commentary, etc. Again, VRAinsider.com, we actually have a, a two-free-week offer up. It's not up much longer, but it's up for right now. Love to have you come join us. And one of the things we're looking at very closely 
are the semiconductors. Uh, we, we shared a chart today with our parabolic members uh, that I, I'd encourage you to take a look at and, and look at the, uh, the, the parallels between uh, semiconductors, uh, b between what happened in December when they bottomed and started going higher, uh, when they got extremely oversold, and then once again in March of this year, the lines really match using stochastics as our momentum oscillator for being oversold in this case. And they line up very well. The point being this, the semis have been leaders. They've been the market leader. And that's pretty common in a, in a big momentum-led bull market to see the semiconductors lead, which is exactly what they have done. But now they've gotten they, – they were hit you know, pretty, pretty hard in, this, in this, uh, this week's correction. And typically when the semis get hit like this uh, to the level they are now, which is heavily to extreme oversold and stochastics, uh, that has been the buy signal, again, based on uh, the, the December activity in action and the March action because – the moves higher off of these levels have been straight-up parabolic moves. So uh, we, uh, we would uh, point you to the semiconductor index, a symbol SMH. is Maybe if you like to use uh, sectors, sector ETFs, uh, that might be a good place to, to target as we head into next week. Folks, with that, again, my name is Kip Harridge. Really appreciate you joining us here daily. Also appreciate your feedback. Uh, again, join us anytime at VRAinsider.com, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great weekend, uh, and we'll see you back here again Monday after the close.